The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Well, welcome to uh, Story from the Sidelines. If you can hear in the background here, uh, Larry is on the uh, phone call. Oh, no, he went away. Okay, well, I'm going to start off the show by myself today. Last last time I was here, you were able to be graced with both me and Matt. Um, now it's just it's just Matt. No Matt squared this time. Uh, I'll take I'll take the opportunity now. Uh, well, nobody else is around to um, make the announcement that I'm going to be stepping away for a little bit with different life career choices and stuff of that nature. Timing right now is not uh, the best, but I will definitely be back and forth for guests and stuff like that. So thank you to. Uh, you know, people like Larry and Matt and um, all the people that listen to this for making it a fun little ride for me. Never thought it would be this big, but here we are. Uh, so, but yeah, um, the real thing is, you know, Larry's uh, fantasy football team. We're in the same. We're in the same league. His is uh, better than me. So not me as in him. Me as in me. Uh, he's better than. Keo for uh, which is my last name, and you know I'm gonna just I'm just gonna read off there our lineups here. You know he's talking mad trash and all that other stuff, um, but you know I don't think his t- he his big claim to fame there is that I drafted some really old people. I don't think so. Um, so for example, I have the lovely Josh Allen. I have uh some I Montgomery. And Pollard for our our running backs, um, St. Brown from the Detroit Lions that actually showed very good promise. Uh, DJ Moore from Chicago. I think Justin Fields is going to have a great year this year. So having a a, a great wide receiver like that is just going to complement him even more. George Kittle, while he's questionable, I, I, he's definitely going to play. He's a solid tight end. Uh, Tyler Lockett, probably the biggest fail safe for the Seattle Seahawks. Tyler Bass, obviously a great, solid kicker. And I even got, like, Alan Lazard from the New York Jets, former Packers with Anton- um, Aaron Rodgers, Antonio Brown. Nope. Um, so there's chemistry with that. And I got uh, I got Jahan Dotson, which is a solid wide receiver for the Washington Commanders. I think my team's overall pretty sound. Um Larry, on the other hand, though, you know, he's got Geno Smith, not the best quarterback. He also has got uh, Russell Wilson. Oof. That's all I got to say. Travis Kelsey. Okay, he's questionable, though. He just hyperextended his knee. Um, uh, Probably not today, but past couple of practices. Um, Stephon Diggs, that's, that's a solid pick, though. You know, I can't, I can't argue with that. Devontae Smith, also another solid pick. 
um, Aaron Jones, which is the fail-safe running back for the Green Bay Packers, and especially now without um, Aaron Rodgers um, leading the offense, he's definitely going to pick it up. So, yeah, it's it's um, it's going to be difficult, but here we are. We're gonna we're gonna make things work here. I'm not I'm not necessarily worried about it, but football season starting up in two days from when we're recording this. This will actually come out on um, the first uh, day of, of football on Thursday. And, you know, Kansas City is going to be playing the Detroit Lions. So even got some players playing in that. Larry's got some players playing in that. Um, people who have picked Patrick Mahomes, even though I very distrust him, and it makes me sad that people trust in Patrick Mahomes, you know. Okay. Um, so current Super Bowl champions going to be leading it off. Um, I don't know if they're home or away. I assume that they're home. I would be very surprised if the Chiefs are not playing at home on the kick on the NFL season's kickoff on Thursday night, uh, right after winning the Super Bowl. So I don't know, but yes, um, it's very exciting. I can't wait. I know, especially, you know, joking around with Matt a couple of weeks ago, um, going into the whole teaching field and stuff like that. While I really enjoy coaching and, and helping, you know, students progress physically with their with their sports and, and physical attributes and, and phys ed. The biggest problem, and I think a lot of teachers, whether you're veterans or not, have the 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 jitters at the first couple of days of school whether you're ready for the kids or you're not ready for the kids or it's like your 30th year or it's your second year um you know especially those who really care the teachers that really care and want to make a difference they're always nervous and you know i i resort back to like as a little kid going to school for the first time or or you know going to the high school for the first time or the middle school for the first time you know it's very anxiety provoking and <laughs> You know, and I loved, I loved um, fall. Fall is my favorite time of, you know, time of year. I love the fall seasons. I love the food. I like Halloween. I like the leaves. I like the smell. I like the coldness, but it's not too cold. So you can wear like a hoodie or a flannel and jeans. You know, everything about fall, I love it. Football starts too. But that big thing overhanging on my head is, you know, school starts. Back to that kind of grind. And you know, making this transition into into going into something else other than, um, other than being a, a, a teacher, is that I'm able to enjoy the the season again, and I don't have to worry about getting like oh, the stress or or the panic that kind of comes with it. Um, so. You know, it's 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 bittersweet. You know, you, you commit so long to doing something and studying something, and um, excuse me, I have the hiccups. I'm not going to completely abandon what I've learned and and um, turn my back on all of that. I'm going to continue coaching soft um, softball. <laughs> I'm going to continue coaching gymnastics, 100. percent And I'm I'm while I'm working other jobs, I'm going to try to figure out different ways that I'm still able to explore what I what I like to do and my passions of, you know, coaching, being physically active, helping people um, in those kind of ways. So, you know, I, I kind of have my eyes set to the horizon and see what's what's going to come my way. It's it's bittersweet when you kind of feel like you're failing, but 
sometimes it's it just happens and you 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 go through life and you figure out different things that you want to do and you know sometimes you just got to take that leap but it who knows i still have plenty of years to maybe go back to teaching i don't i don't know but for right now i think i'm going to take the step of trying to go figure something else out and see how well that goes for a little bit and if i'm able to make a career out of it that's great if i'm not able to make a career out of it and got to go try something else that's that's how it happens but right now i'm just excited that football is starting that i can enjoy the fall weather and that you know as chaotic as it feels you know i feel like life is good and that's all you can really ask for but another successful summer i'd like to say um, another kickball season came and went. We made it a little deeper run into the playoffs to the semifinals where we absolutely got manhandled. Um, which it, in that case, we held the team to nine runs where they're usually used to getting 15. Um, you know, it was back and forth and stuff, but we, we were coming off of a double header. We were shot no chance, but it was, it was a great time. It's just great being physically active out there and stuff like that. Um, now that football's starting again, the next thing I have to look forward to, um, after, you know, the Super Bowl and stuff, hopefully the Bills do well this season. I, that is one thing I'm not looking forward to is the amount of stress that I'm going to be feeling every Sunday or every time the Bills play in the week. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm also going to look forward to hockey starting soon, you know, after the Sabres came off that great season of showing so much potential, almost making the playoffs, um, just, just having that clicking that we haven't seen in a long, long time here in Buffalo. It definitely gave me some hope and promise that I'm definitely going to try to make more games this year. Definitely going to try to just watch the Sabres, see how they develop because as a person in their late twenties who grew up during the drought, grew up during like not really knowing um, how the Buffalo bills were back in the nineties or even being too young to truly appreciate the, the, powerhouse that the sabers were in the early 2000s you know i like i knew about it but i had no idea the the whole scope of things and how well we were doing and and you know just the achievements that we were making so being you know this this in this generation of seeing the teams come back and you know possibly returning to their former glory or going past that because both teams have yet to achieve a championship you know, possibly seeing that too. It's, it's very exciting for, um, definitely people of my age and the younger people who are getting onto the, I'm I'm not going to consider their bandwagoners. If you became a Buffalo Bills fan when you're like four or five, because you just figured out what the, what football was and what the team was. And, you know, you're able to be blessed with seeing Josh Allen or, um, you know, Stefan Diggs and stuff. I'm not calling you a bandwagoner. If you're 30 and you know exactly what football is and now you're becoming a Bills fan, then, then maybe, maybe you're going to be a bandwagoner for sure. My mic is falling. My goodness. Um, but, you know, that that is just my humbled opinion here on the story from the sidelines podcast over here at the Podcast Precinct. Um, 
you know, the one team I don't consider people being bandwagoners are for like, you know, the Detroit Lions or the Indianapolis Colts. Sorry, Matt. Um, you know, I like the Detroit Lions. I think they could be solid this year. Jared Goff is showing promise. They got a very talented wide receiver core, running back core. I love the coach. I'm blanking on his name right now. Absolutely love him, though. And, like, I think that they are going to be a solid team that actually could be a force to reckon with. Like, I hope they give Kansas City a run for their money. Do I think that they can win against Kansas City? Um, it would be a stretch. Definitely a stretch, but I don't think that it's out of the out of the topic. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely think that they're going to be a solid, well-rounded team this year. Denver, on the other hand, Denver's got to got to show some something. They got a new coach. This is second year with Russell Wilson, but they got to show that they're here to play. Because if they're not, they are going to be wasted money, uh, wasted time, and resources. And they're just going to continue to stay at that kind of subpar, um, subpar kind of standard where, you know, being in the division with the Kansas City Chiefs as a Buffalo Bills fan or anybody else, any other football fan in the AFC conference, you really want to see those teams that play Kansas City at least twice to to really give it to them. And if Kansas City is standing there completely un, unopposed, then it's kind of, you know, crappy for the rest of us to sit there and watch but you know it, it happens <laughs> honestly it was like what we were like with the page with the patriots back in their in their prime nobody in our team on our in our conference usually i mean the miami dolphins usually could pull out a win once in a while but there's no like real team to like step up to them and challenge them and and actually give them a run for their money that could potentially dethrone them every year um so ultimately if you're in the afc you knew that the Patriots were going to be in the playoffs somehow or another, and it kind of sucked. But, you know, that that is sports. That is how things go. Um, speaking of sports, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just I'm speaking off the cusp right now. I've never done this by myself, and I kind of enjoy it. You know, as I'm trying to figure out what I want to do and it, with my career and whatnot, I'm also trying to figure out how how can I how can I help the athletes and the and help the atmosphere of athletics that I'm already in. So right now I'm still coaching gymnastics. This is going to be my third third year, I think, which is crazy to think that I just applied at a gymnastics gym one day and got a phone call and came in and told them straight up that I had no clue what I was doing and they said, as long as you can work with kids, you're fine. And here we are now. And I have my own classes. I coach, I coach with great coaches learning so much still every day. I'm learning something new going off of that. What I'm learning, what I'm seeing is on Friday nights, when I work with an optional team, these are, these are athletes who are in the mid ranges of like six, seven, and eight, eight and nine um, levels for gymnastics. Working with the boys, that they are definitely. Hey, look who's coming around! Oh my god! For a second there, I thought that Reebok thing was the um, the Star Trek, one of the Star Trek symbols. It could be. It could be. <laughs> I was like looking at it. I was like, what color is that? The gray. Listen, but you're when you're a head coach. Sometimes you get pulled in all different directions. I just had an interview. <laughs> 
<laughs> for, wait, interview for, for for the paper for the Niagara Gazette. Oh, and it was set up the it was set up um, over the weekend. He uh, the gentleman had texted me asking me for a good time. I'm not going to lie. I totally forgot about it until he literally called about two minutes before you walked in to set up. And that's why I was like, Matt, get it started. Oh, that's <laughs> I know you got I know you got to you got to leave uh, not early, early, but you got to leave, you know, before a certain time. They're listening to my manifesto right now. <laughs> I, I heard a little bit. I heard a little bit of you talking about Travis Kelsey's uh, hyper knee hyper extension yes. and explaining that. I was explaining that other football. Do you think it could be, what, like an eight-week injury, nine-week injury? What do we face him? Week eight, nine, ten? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I suspect maybe two weeks. I'm thinking, well, it all depends on how severe. I'm thinking, I think you're right. I'm thinking two to three weeks tops. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too concerned about it. He might, you, he might miss it. Might miss the first game. Oh, I think he's definitely missing the first game, which is fine by me. I think he's definitely missing the first game. I think, is it fair to say now they're your Detroit Lions? Is it, is it is it fair to say? What do you mean? I like. I that's was what just I mean. talking is it, about is the it fair? Lions. That's I know you're. I know you're a big. Fa- you've become a big fan of them. But is I it am. is it safe to say that they're your Detroit Lions now? Why? Because I don't know. Why not? Like you know, they're you know your team, your Bills, your. Well, I mean, I love the Bills. You love the Bills. I know you're not giving up the Bills. But if if I had to pick another team, yeah, I'd go with Detroit Lions. Okay. I was. I genuinely think I was talking about it here, talking out loud. It's not. Out of the picture, granted, it's very, very distant in the picture, but it's not out of the picture that they could give Kansas City a run for their money this first game. Oh, I agree. I even thought that um, before the whole Kelsey injury that I just heard on my way here. um, I think they very well, I think the line went, even just from hearing the injury, the line went from six and a half down to five and a half. Yeah. Which is crazy. You Usually when you see any kind of change, it's usually from a quarterback getting hurt or a top well a top wide receiver which right. Kelsey pretty he's much their is wide receiver. he is their wide receiver they've got nobody i know like, <laughs> they got absolutely nobody sky Moore, is he now is he now their top target going in Kadarius tony if he plays i don't know if but... he lasts more than 10 minutes <laughs> well you think about it do you think mahomes is like brady who could just make any wide receiver fine we'll find out because if you we'll don't find have your fail safe of Kelsey, I don't know what. Well, I always said even when Hill left last year, yeah, losing Hill was losing Kelsey would have been way more detrimental than losing Hill. Yeah, like if Travis Kelsey went to Miami instead of Tyreek Hill, then I'm not saying they wouldn't have won a Super Bowl, but I think they would have struggled a lot more last year. Well, and, also, and if Kelsey does miss significant playing time, they're gonna struggle. They're gonna struggle. They're, they might they might have enough firepower to beat Detroit, but they're gonna struggle if they have to play him without the Bills. If they have to play the Bengals without him, yeah. If they have, I mean, even if they have to play the Chargers without oh, him, oh, the Chargers are gonna clap them if that happens. So I know they choke a lot. They do choke. So much. San Diego, I was thinking of this. San Diego might be the team, the franchise that chokes more than the Bills. Like how many times, especially going way back to the Rivers days, how many times you oh, this is San Diego's year. Oh, this they've got Ladanian Tomlinson, they've got this, this, this is San Diego's year. They've got the offense, they've got the defense, this yeah. is their year. And most of those times they didn't even make the playoffs. 
Yeah, I don't know. I feel, and that's what I feel bad about, like Justin Herbert, because he's such a great quarterback, but he's just on such a poorly ran team. I'm so happy that the Dolphins did not choose him. Can you imagine the Dolphins' offense with Waddle, with Hill, with even Gasecki? Can you imagine that this Miami Dolphin team with Justin Herbert instead of Tua and Mike McDaniel's and Mike McDaniel's? Yeah, that would be rough. That would be rough. Yeah. I don't know. But also, but the Bills don't have a great tight end place anyways right now either. Listen, Dalton Kincaid is going to... He's not the savior. <laughs> he, even Kyle Brandt, I think, said it the other day, he is going to be in the running for Offensive Rookie of the Year. No, he's not. He is. You watch. He is going to be... He's going to have minimum, I'm going to say, 65 catches. At least 65 catches. touchdowns? Red zone target? Now, see, that's where I think Dawson Knox might still be that red zone target. But I bet you he has sixty, at least 65 catches. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say seven touchdowns. 65, 65, at least 65 receptions, seven touchdowns. I don't know if he'll get to a thousand yards, but he'll be between seven fifty and a thousand. Is he going to be the second? Like, he'll be the second. He'll be the second most targeted receiver. Okay, and that okay. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't unless again, if Gabe Davis takes that step forward that we thought he was going to last year, then maybe Gabe has more targets than him, and ultimately more receptions. I think it's going to be Diggs is going to be your leading receiver. Obviously, he'll be over 100 catches, obviously over 1,000 yards. He'll be 10, 12, 13, whatever touchdowns. Next, in my opinion, it's going to be Dalton Kincaid. Maybe, again, maybe Gabe gets more. Maybe Gabe finishes with high 70s, low 80s in catches. And then it's it's Dalton. He's going to be your Cole Beasley. He's a bigger, stronger version of Cole Beasley who can make contested catches. I don't know. And and the sad part is, like, as much as I want to be on the Dawson Knox train, last year he just absolutely annoyed me <laughs> to no end because he just can't catch the ball. But I drafted him because I freaking had Why to. did you draft Dawson? I looked at Dawson Knox. I was like, really? I don't know. I mean, he's not, like, starter. No, but he'll – and that's what I mean. He, it could be a good pick. Because he very well could. He has his games. He very well could be that red zone target. He could be. He could be when they get into the inside the 10, even inside the 20, they could be going a lot of two tight end personnel. Yeah. They could be almost what the almost what the Patriots did way back when they had Gronk and Hernandez. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, before no. he did what he did. True. Do we even have to say allegedly anymore? No, he was convicted of it. So Yeah, he was convicted. He's not alive anymore. He's not alive anymore. So, okay, hold on. Before I forget, I did a fantasy draft. I didn't, actually. It got – it was a random – my family does a ran- completely auto-draft random fantasy draft, and there's like 12 of us in it. Okay. Can you set up your auto draft or no, you just no. click? Like, like one day he's like, all right, this morning when you wake up, you will have a team. All right, last year I got Kyler Murray as my quarterback. Ooh. Oh yeah, it was rough. I hope you didn't get him this year. Oh my gosh. Dude, this is the t- Joe Burrow, Zaquan Barkley, 
Okay. AJ Dillon, Stefan Diggs. Dillon's going to be done. Amari Cooper. Okay. Darren Waller, Marquise Brown, um, McKinnon, Jay McKinnon from Kansas City, and uh, Dotson from the Commanders. Okay. Decent team. As a as an auto draft. Decent team. I'll take it. I like my team better than I'm playing against you. Definitely do. Especially Listen. your tight end is probably not going to play the first game. Who? Kelsey. You have Kelsey. I do? Yes. Oh, I do. Yes, you do. Damn it. You have Kelsey. Shoot, I think I have him in my other league too. I did two leagues. I always I'm limited really to two leagues. I do this one and then the Park Camp League with Steve and Dan and all them. I might have him there too, maybe. Ooh, I Man, I got to make some adjustments. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Do I have a backup tight end? I don't know. Well, I'll check right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be 100% honest. You're I'm... you do. Conklin from the Jets. Ah. All right, could be good, but at the same time, I don't want him to have a good game. No, you don't. I mean, yeah, you don't. Dude, I still – that Devontae Smith pickup was good. I do give you that. I don't understand your quarterback picks, though. Did I pick Jackson? Who did I pick? You have – Oh, Russell Wilson and, and – Geno Smith. Yeah, by the time – because I know we do completions and this and that. I went heavy wide receiver. Obviously, Kelsey was – just the best on there. I have digs too, don't I? Yeah. Okay. So I went with best receiver. I thought I was going to be able to pick up a quarterback in the third, uh, even in the second round or third round. But then um, I forgot. Somebody picked Herbert like two picks or one pick before me uh. and somebody else picked. And uh, before that, like by the time it came around to my third round pick, I was like, okay, there's no quarterback here. You snagged. Who'd you snag as your backup? Did you snag I Goff? Goff? I want. I was waiting for him to fall. I was like, "All right, that's going to be my guy. Sad. He's going to get." Because I forgot who I took that the round before him, but I was like, "All right, I'm Goff's going to be there. I'm sure he's going to be there." And he wasn't there. You picked him like two round, two picks before me. I thought or three picks before me. Goff, Goff is a solid. Like I trust Goff. Oh yeah, and I also have his favorite wide receiver, Russell Wilson. Though I think, I think. You think he's going to have a breakout year this year or not? I don't know about a breakout year. He'll have a much better year. Yeah, really. And with Geno Smith and Russell Wilson, they're going to get they're going to get the yards running. I mean, I, I hope Geno Smith does well because I have Tyler Lockett. You know, Tyler Lockett's like their fail safe. Yep. Whatever happened to DK Metcalf? He kind of just like became like subpar. Yeah. Kind of yeah. got lost in the shuffle. Yeah. I almost picked Justin Jefferson with my first pick. But I was like, Josh Allen's there. I'm going to pick him. I did not think you were going to go Josh Allen. Why? In fact, I thought Josh Allen. Well, I was picking, what, 10th? Yeah. Or, uh, no, 11th. Whatever, how, 12th. How, I wasn't picking oh, last. No, 11th. 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 Um, I thought there was a maybe an outside chance that he might <laughs> be there. But, yeah, you picked him second overall? No, I picked him third. Third overall. Well, I'm sorry. Matt came out of nowhere and picked Mahomes first overall pick. That is true. Like, he said, I was like, all right, clearly people are picking quarterbacks. So I went Josh Allen. Yeah, they went right off the bat. And then I think like one or two picks later, Burrow went. Yeah. So yeah, people were going crazy. And then the wide receivers and everything else went. I, I picked Amar, Amon St. Brown as my first wide receiver, too. 
I was going to say, and that would have been your second round pick, I think. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, I figured with Diggs and Kelsey, that was a good one-two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because you, yeah, but... you were able to snag both of those probably relatively in the same, like, one right after the Yeah, other. it was, I think it was, I think it was Kelsey, then Diggs. I yeah. can't remember who I picked, but. I don't know. George Kittle's a solid one. He's... Yeah, but is he going to stay healthy? Clearly, Kelsey ain't staying. Kelsey ain't staying healthy. (laughs) Damn, that I was excited about the Kelsey injury. Now I'm like, crap. I know. As soon as I heard it, I'm like, oh, Larry can't play ever. I I don't even know who am I playing this week. Who are you playing this week? I am playing hardly awesome slashers, and you're playing Bijan Mustard. Bijan Mustard. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure who they are. I don't know. No, this week, the last couple weeks have been, it's been nuts. I mean, just getting ready for school. I bet, yeah. Just, uh, you know, the soccer, soccer season's well in a way. You start yet for school, right? You start Friday? We, today was our first day, but we didn't have kids. We have kids Friday. Okay. So today, tomorrow, and Thursday, we've just, we're in the building. Tomorrow we've got you know, big stuff for phys ed department and I'm not looking forward to it. In fact, I want to call in sick. <laughs> can, can you call in sick on the second day of school? I don't think you can. I think it's frowned upon. Can Unless you call you, in sick at all like the first week? No. Unless you're ready to retire. Because you, you remember Barb Steffen. Yeah, did she? Yeah, I can see. Well, she did she finally retire? She yeah, did she retire, did. yeah. But she would always say, I've got FU insurance. She's like, I'll call in sick. If they don't like it, I'll just look fine. F you, I'm retiring. Right. Like, I've got F you insurance. I mean, gosh, she was there, what, like 35, 40 years? Something like that. She was rough. She would yell at, like, the girls in, like, a supportive way. She's like, listen, ladies, when you girls thinking about getting those tattoos on your shoulders, when you're my age, they're going to be somewhere else. <laughs> Except she didn't say that. She actually said it in front of a bunch of ninth graders, tramp stamp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was one thing. When I, was, when I started subbing at Clarence, I feel like they're fit, that was the passing of the guard between uh, Vesper, Stefan, um, Tom Goddard. Oh, Cutter. Yeah. Those, I mean, I feel like th- when they left, um, that was Mark Kenzie. That was like the the that was like the last of the old school, yeah, phys ed teachers. In, not only in Clarence, but even that I can remember, just that, in general, just in general, that was like the last, the last of the old school. You'll find this funny. Steve was at like the uh, faculty days last week because they started today. Clarence yeah. started today. And um, they were like, oh, this lady came up who was, like, new in his department. She's like, I just moved in the house behind you. And Steve's like, there's no house behind me. And she's like, you're Scott Beebe, right? Ooh. <laughs> and Steve's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I was like, you got mistaken for Scott Beebe. <laughs> hey, but you know what, though? Compliment. Scott, Scott's in shape. So it's all it's a testament to uh Steve working out. Speaking of old fashioned though, Scott's pretty old fashioned. Scott Beebe? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say he's an old fashioned guy. Came from the same program we did. Yeah, he's a Canisius alum. Scott, in fact, Scott was I took some classes with Scott. I think Scott graduated two years before me. 
I graduated in, I graduated Canisius in 02. I think Scott graduated in 2000. But I remember having a couple I remember having a number of classes with him. Oh Scott. <laughs> this I think he still does mostly health, doesn't he? Um or did he finally give up the health? No, I think he's at at least I think he does like one health class. First day today I was excited but not excited. Well, I'm never excited to go back to school, I'll be honest. But I think, judging from what I've been told, because we haven't received official copies of our schedule, I don't have any health this year, and I've got one sixth grade, one fourth grade, or sorry, one sixth grade, one fifth grade, and the rest are third and below, which is fantastic. Like, I'm loving life. I... I know when you get to phys ed, when you get to art, all that stuff, you, you know, you get the the little kids, the middle, middle school kids, then the upper, the high school kids. I want nothing to do with middle, like middle school, that sixth, seventh, eighth, seventh and eighth in particular. That is a crazy. See, that's I just crazy. Grade. That's a crazy grade. I know. I know people that love it. It's yeah. just if I had to rank what I would want, I'd want the little kids, K to five would be my number one. High school would be number two, and then middle school. K to five. Oh my gosh. You know. I have severe PTSD from that kind of stuff. <laughs> K to five though you don't they're not giving you they might give you some headaches with the their noise that they're doing, but they're gonna come in there almost every single day wanting to do is that not want? Do we have to? I don't like that. I don't want to do that. We just did that. Yeah, I know, but it's like the just, I can't deal with the headaches of like. Yeah, what, what, what's your question, sweetheart? She's pee. <laughs> You're like. Did I ever tell you? Okay. This was, I think, my first year at uh, Grabbyars, where I'm at now. I had them li- circled up in, you know, on the on the red circle in the gym or whatever. Girl's hand raised up. It was a kindergarten, maybe a first grade, a kindergartner. Yes, I'm peeing. <laughs> Not I need to go to the bathroom. I'm peeing, and just you could see like the puddle, like instantly. Whew, puddle of just like so of like just pee around but it was not i need to go to the bathroom not like huh, what do you need i'm peeing thank you <laughs> like isn't it shouldn't it be required to be potty trained it before is going to a school it is and and then you're all like it wasn't the first time it wasn't the second time it wasn't the third time no like around the fourth time we were like okay you tell us when you need to go potty. And they're like, we had her go before gym. We had her go after gym. We had her go during gym. Nope. Sometimes waiting in line. She's like, I had an accident. I'm like, oh, why? And, and you know, like, I don't know what to do. I, I, don't, I don't know anything. And do you have any poops yet? No. I've had. I've, I've had few. I've had a few poopers. <laughs> well, actually, that's a lie. One. I had one pooper when I was doing a practicum. I had a kid come up to me who just pooped her pants. 
I had a mystery pooper. Yeah, the one that pooped on the gym floor. The one that pooped know. on the gym floor and, like, literally, I was coming back. It, I, I don't know if it happened during my class. It might have happened during the class, whatever. I came back from break. One of the fourth grade or third grade teachers asked if I could, if they, she could borrow some equipment. Okay. We go walk into the gym and she pointed out, she's like, is that, and we walk over and sure enough, there was a nice little turd <laughs> um, right in the middle of the gym floor. It happens, man. But you, you know, you know, there was a mystery pooper at Clarence Middle too. When I was the lifeguard there at the pool, Banizak and I came back from one of the breaks or whatever, and I kind of looked like Todd. What? What is that over there by the bleachers? And sure enough, it was a nice little, nice little log. See, at at that point, you know, I'm just. I'm 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 done. I'm done with it. I I don't. I deal with young kids enough coaching gymnastics um, that you know maybe that's just my my cap, and I have to do something else for the rest <laughs> of my life. And coaching is the one thing that is my penance for dealing with children. Absolutely, but it's you know it's it is what it is. It is what it is. But you know, no no little kids for me. No, no thank you. But. No, I'm, I'm loving life at Wheatfield. In fact, that's when my interview was at the Gazette about the upcoming season. The Gazette. Um, was it for the school newspaper or the town newspaper? No, the Niagara Gazette, like the city paper. Oh, so I don't know. I guess like the like Niagara Falls version of the Buffalo News. Okay, I tried to block that yeah. area out of my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was. Uh, they asked, you know, that one of the questions was because they they asked about my experiences and time at Kenmore East. What made me switch? What made me switch? I was diplomatic. Oh, you should. I you just, just went on. I should have. I was very diplomatic. I just said, and part of it was true. I just said, you know, it was too good of an opportunity to pass up when you go to a a, a team with a winning tradition like Niagara Wheatfield does, which they do. They're it's a big step up. No. Nothing against uh, my former girls at Kenmore East that will be playing on the 14th. It's a step up in competition. It's a step up where it's a step up in level of play. And I was very diplomatic. I said, you know, my time at Kenmore East was uh, thought of fondly and ended on a good note. A dirty, dirty lie. <laughs> but okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get a little real here. On that game on the 14th, yeah, you're in line after the game. You're, do you do the handshake? I do the handshake with like the girls, but not, not the coach. You don't think so? No. Do it with the girls, but not the coach. Oh, for sure I'm going to do it with the girls. I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing a lot of my uh, former players there. Again, and great group any, of kids. If anything, don't shake your hand. Don't shake the hand, but just be like, hey, how's it going? But, like, very monotone. Don't shake the hand. No, no pleasantries of that of that nature. I was thinking of that. I was also thinking of just doing the big... The big smile, the big, hey, buddy, great, then, you know, kind of bring him in for the one-armed hug just to 
just to see the response that you get? Nah, just be very, very don't be petty about it, but just just uh just business. Just business. Just business. Especially if you win. If you want, you can crack a smile. Oh, we're winning. But like Like, oh, we're winning. But like we're if, winning. If if you know that happens, don't shake the hand really like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> just, like but more of like the you know we know what I know. <laughs> And Not that there's anything just, to know. We you know. all saw what just happened here. Uh, so kind of like the kind of like the Bill Belichick, the just the nod, the and then walk away. Yeah, but I don't even like. You have to be really keen with your like facial expression because you don't want to give like the you don't want to give like the good because you don't want to give off the wrong impression. Very true. Well, I'm going to keep it professional. No, no doubt about that. I'm going to keep it professional. Tell tell him he's number one. <laughs> just, just tell him he's number one. We'll keep it professional, but it's uh, it's going to be tough. I was thinking of this. This is the first time because before before taking over at East, I coached at the Park School, but we never like when I when I took over for East, we never played Park. Like they're they're total different divisions. We yeah. don't really cross paths at all. They're so a private school. You never had this opportunity to. Never had this opportunity. Um, I don't even think as a player. The only thing that comes to mind as a player is travel soccer. I played with a lot of the guys. A lot of the guys on my travel soccer team were either from Wheatfield or LaSalle, mostly LaSalle um, through Niagara Pale that we would play on. I think I was the only guy. In fact, I know I was the only guy on um, on my travel team that played for Niagara Falls. So playing those guys during the high school season – yeah, it wasn't – it was – there was no hard feelings. It was just yeah. – you know, it was what it was. But uh, this is definitely the first time, like, coming back and coaching your former team, coaching against your former team, or even, for the lack of a better word, playing against your former team. Yeah. So it's going to be – it's going to be some mixed emotions. There's going to be a lot of emotions. I'm looking forward to it. We had a great start. We kicked uh, – we played very well and beat Sacred Heart 6 nothing. We played them in a. We it was a. We needed a non-leaguer. Um, in fact, uh, it was Jamie's sister, Jamie Rapel. Uh, her sister Jenna coaches the team. Okay. So when I first got hired, I reached out to Jamie, asked her if her sister was still looking for team or for games. She gave me Jenna's number, and we set up because we had played them against. Um, we had went Kenmore East against uh, Sacred Heart the year prior. Does it count for your record, or is it just like it counts for your overall record, but it okay. doesn't count towards your league record? It doesn't count tw- doesn't count towards power points for sectional rankings. Okay, so so for most of it, it's like kind of like an exhibition. For lack of a better word, yeah. I mean, you can get up to in high school, you can get up to sixteen games a okay. season. So if we wouldn't have scheduled any non-leaguers, we would have only been at counting the crossover game. I think we would have only been at eleven. So we have non-leaguers against Tonawanda, Sacred Heart. And Will South. So we're up to 14 games. I would like to get one or two more in, but, I mean, I was hired. I think I finally got full control of the team where I can do everything mid-July. So by that, I mean, I called everybody. It was, nope, schedule's full. Nope, schedule's full. Can't do it. Yeah. Um, thankfully, Will South lost the game that I was able to get in there. That's that one's going to be a great, that one's going to be a good matchup. But... Okay, well that's interesting. That's good. Yeah, we have Kenmore West tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to that game. And why would you? Ca- why is your practice canceled today? Heat, heat index. 
the turf, the heat index on the turf uh-huh. got up to 98 degrees. So they're like, no. Once it gets to 96 or higher, you have to cancel. Um, so they, in fact, I was in constant, uh, constant conversations with the trainer uh, for Niagara okay. Wheatfield Joe because I guess they went out, they went out around 1230 to take the temperature of the turf. At that point, it was only like 78, 79, so it wasn't bad. They went out about um, 1 o'clock, 1.30 again to take it again. It had climbed up to like 93. And then they finally, they went out again to check it. They were checking it like every half hour. So they were very diligent or diligent about it. And I think at that point, it got to like 98, 99. And looking at the weather forecast, it wasn't going to cool off anytime soon. So they did cancel every uh, all of the practices. They did. They gave uh, a couple teams the option to go inside, but between volleyball and everybody else, we didn't have any gym space. Uh, the JV boys football team decided, or they already had practice at seven o'clock. They've got later practices, and they've got a game at Thursday. The varsity boys took half of that field at seven, so they went seven. To eight, they're going seven to eight thirty. At that point, he was like, "Well, you can go on after that." I'm like, "I'm I'm not practicing at eight thirty at night." Right. First of all. I don't want to practice at 8.30 at night. Second of all, I'm pretty sure new coach coming in, if I told my team, hey, girls, we're practicing at 8.30 tonight to 10 o'clock, parents would be pissed off, and the girls I would have, the girls would come in because they're just that type of athletes. But but they would come in, and they would be like, I would be getting death stares (laughs) left and right. And rightfully so. I know if I had, uh, back in high school, if my coach told me to come in at at 8.30 at night or 9 o'clock at night, for a practice, I'd be giving him death stares too. We used to practice at Geneseo um, from one time we had a practice from like nine to eleven at night. Oh, and it was for soccer. It was a club team. Ooh, and then I stopped playing club and I did intramurals instead. And the intramurals games happened at like eleven o'clock at night. See, that's different for for indoor. I know when we would do the indoor seasons, even. Even like once you got 16, 17, there were times we would have games at 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. I was like, my God. Like on like a Tuesday. Yeah. I was like, what? I have class in the morning. I remember one year, my junior year, um, so I would have been like 17, we had an indoor game at 1045 at night. It started late, so it didn't start till 11. I don't think I got home until like close to 1. And... I remember just when my dad picked me up, he's like, never again. <laughs> I'm like, I wasn't me. Yeah. Just like, I'm like, I didn't schedule the game at right. 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. Well, but, once you start driving like yourself, then it kind of doesn't matter. Yeah. But like, it, it's been rough. Like I've had games like Wednesday nights at midnight. And I remember like, you know, we had people coming off from like COVID, COVID shots, you know, having class in the morning, student teaching in the morning. And you're like, yep. And, and then you, you know, you're, you're, it's hard to gauge. Like, am I going to play full out here at midnight or like, and then you have people playing full out. You're like, I guess, I guess so. And, and it's the middle of a winter because it's indoor season. So you're like, I have a, at least an hour drive home because the snow is so bad. And then one of your players gets hurt because she broke her pelvis skiing Ooh. that past weekend directly in half. Ooh. Yeah. She landed off of a jump, actually more of like a cliff, 
on her feet, and the pressure was so bad it cracked it right in half. <laughs> in a wheelchair, oh. nine months, can't walk, you know, everything, whole shebang. Oh. I was like, oh my gosh. And you actually saw that? No, no. She That happened like a couple days before the game because she showed up in a wheelchair. Ugh. And we're like, what Wait, happened? she actually showed up to the game? Yeah, she didn't play, obviously. Obviously. But I was like, why are Put you... Put me in, coach. I was yeah. like, why are you here? And she's like, oh, dude, because... I was going to say, at that point, I got nothing else to do. Or like her boyfriend played on our team, too. And I looked at her boyfriend, and I was like, I was like God bless you. <laughs> but after she told us, I was like, oh, my gosh. That could happen to people? And that's why we'll never go skiing. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I will not. I'm. I'm never gone skiing. Never gone snowboarding. I'll go in a tube. Like I'll go tubing all oh, day yeah. long. The worst. Um, you know, you get those old school plastic sleds or whatever, like the toboggans oh, yeah. or whatever. I remember as a kid going down and trying to like basically snowboard on those things and like wiping out a few times. I'm like, you know what? This uh, no, this is not for me. I got hit by a snowboarder. Did you? <laughs> Idly standing there. I, when I was a kid, for some reason, I got, like, really bad, like, accidents with bigger people than me. Like, my one cousin, I was reaching down for a football, and he kicked my hand and snapped my finger um, and broke it. I heard it. I heard an audible, like, snap. Um, you know, another time. And the same guy, one time, we were snow. He was snowboarding. We went sledding. It was like a sledding outing, but, you know, he brought a snowboard. And I'm at the bottom of the hill, and he's coming down the hill. And he's probably he is probably 6'3", <laughs> 270. He was a wrestler and a football player, and he's coming down. And I'm standing there, and I can't get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> and he hits me. I go clear over his head, flipping around, and bang, hits <laughs> hit the ground. Like I got hit by a freight train. Like now, did he, was he aiming for you? No. Like I just couldn't get out of the way, and my dad was pissed at me. <laughs> <laughs> like he was mad at me because it was my fault that I got hit. We would do that sometimes. We, you know, the cousins and everybody would go down the hills or whatever. There'd be times where we'd be like, "All right, I'm lining up to get." So and so, or I'm like, and then maybe he was doing it on purpose. Maybe he did, but I don't know. But it was all I know after that is I blacked out and I woke up at my house on the couch and we had Chinese food. (laughs) (laughs) I never got x rayed for any broken bones or anything else. And here I am now. Concussion, what's that? (laughs) Like my dad, actually, the last thing I remember being in the snowy area was my dad. Pissed off walking down the hill and throwing me onto a sled and just dragging me with one hand <laughs> up the hill because, like, you know, couldn't walk because my body, I think, was just so stunned of what happened <laughs> that it was my body. Maybe mentally I wasn't knocked out, but my body was. <laughs> and I'm just kind of laying there. That's great when you get hurt. And then you get yelled at for getting hurt or getting hit. It's like, it's like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll do better next time. Are you hot? I am dying. I'm really sweaty. I'm like, although at my building today, like we put air, we put the AC on. We don't put the AC on until like December. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. That's a public school for you. So it's, I'm, 
oh, but yeah, it is hot. Like I'm, I'm. Sweating. But that's just it. This it's been. Last week was what seventies. Even the last two three weeks, it was like seventies. I think at one point yesterday or uh, last week, I had to put a jacket yeah. on at practice. Like we because school wasn't back in session yet, and we didn't have. We went uh, nine to nine to eleven or nine to ten thirty. I think it was Tuesday last week. I had a jacket on. Yeah. Like Lance, I'm like, man, I'm kind of cold. I started running with the team. I'm like, I got to warm up a little bit. Yeah, no. It, that's just, I, August, it goes, even August, September, it goes from like 90s to 60s, yep. back to 90s to 60s. Like, what the hell? Wait, 95 I today? I wait for October to be like solid 60s, maybe 50s. Dude, I cannot wait. Till that game in London, I'm going to the London That's game. Right. Um, dude, we might have there. We might be if if you and the girl want to go, if you can fly down, there might be two extra tickets that if you want to buy, we might know of somebody who's looking to sell two tickets to the London game. To yeah, the I'll London get right game. On that. Okay, I'll get right on that. I'll swim over there. Save Flights are fare. not that bad. Yeah, okay. Flights are not that bad. I'll I'll, I'll get right on that with my. Low income. There's a fly or a bee in here. I think oh, yeah. It's over by the Bengal. No. It's on the Baker Mayfield jersey. Yep. Oh, there it goes. But I'm telling you, it's going to be fun. I'm going to love it. And you've seen those You've seen those blue Bills hats that I have, right? The, I am going to. Vicky is like, absolutely not. I'm like, yes, I am. I'm going to get a picture of me next to one of the Buckingham Palace guards wearing that blue Fred Flintstone hat. Okay. So don't touch him. No, you can't touch him. Apparently you can talk to them though. Oh, yeah. They won't talk back. No. But but you can talk to them. I'm not I'm just I'm going to go get a picture cuz I asked I was like I don't think you can get pictures. She's like, "Oh no, you can." Yeah, you can I was like, "Oh, well, I'm definitely doing it you, then." You you can say like, "I'm getting a picture of you." Yeah, I am definitely going to do that. And then you talk to them and then then you then you can go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, uh, you can do anything, really. I'd be that guy that I would like walk up and then like accidentally trip over something and like fall into them, and then next thing you know, I'm being arrested because I tripped. <laughs> yeah, I would ask. I'd be like, "How how long is it for slapping one of these? <laughs> Six weeks? All right. <laughs> is it paid time off?" I don't think my boss cares if – I don't think they can fire me if I'm arrested overseas. <laughs> no, but I'd be that idiot that would, like, just walking up, like, I'm going to get my <laughs> – like, just tripped, like, take them out by the knees. And next yeah. thing you know, I'm like, like, where's – well, stories from the sidelines is on a six-week hiatus. He got, he got detained. <laughs> <laughs> He's eating fish and chips over there in the prison cells. All right. Speaking of uh, speaking of it being hot, as you throw the mics all over the place, ready for the hot seat questions? Oh my gosh, sure. All right, um, let's we'll we'll keep it. Well, I'm going to keep my first one um, football orientated. We talked a little bit about this last week. Division winners, NFC title game, AFC title game, and Super Bowl Super Bowl game winners. This is one question. One question. Just quickly, kind of go through. Like I pick, I think I picked. Mine was when we did this last week. I got Detroit Lions winning the North. Okay. Um, Eagles winning the East, obviously. Yep. I've got the. I picked the Buccaneers. No, I picked the Buccaneers. I picked the Buccaneers. I think Mayfield will 
do decent enough to carry that weak division. And then I picked the Niners to win the West. I picked my I picked my NFC Championship game to be the Niners versus the Eagles and the Eagles going back to the Super Bowl. AFC I that too. AFC I picked the Bills from the East. NFC or uh, AFC North I picked. Did I go Baltimore? No, I wanted to go Baltimore, but I went Cincinnati. I went uh, the Chiefs out of the West, and then the South. I picked Jacksonville just for whatever. I agree with those. I, I mean, picked, that's probably what I would pick too. And then I picked Buffalo, Kansas City in the AFC Championship game, Bills winning, and then I picked the Bills beating the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Oh, I won't. I won't say. I'll. I'll Kansas City Bengals, Bengals beat the Kansas City Chiefs and then lose to the Eagles. Wait, what? Bengals, Kansas City, AFC, AFC game. Bengals beating the Chiefs. Bengals losing okay. to the Eagles. You don't think the Bills will make the AFC championship game? Dude, they're going. I'm telling you, Dalton Kincaid is going to be the difference maker. Okay. And then once Von Miller. All right, question two. We'll keep it football. Are you pissed that Von Miller is not playing week one? No. Are you pissed that he's he's at least not available the next four weeks? No. I'd rather have him in the middle and at the end where it matters versus the beginning. I agree. If Although at the same time, if he's 100%, if he's ready to play, play him. If he's ready to play, play him. If if he's close, he three blown ACLs. No, don't play him. If he's close, whatever. I get it. He's thirty four. Yes, I get being cautious with him, but and he very well could be the difference maker too. Because if you look at it, that defense was never the same after that uh, Detroit Lions game. Even during the Detroit Lions game, like when he went down, Detroit made a pretty decent comeback and almost won that damn game. Yeah, but that at that point we weren't playing to our best, anyways. No, but I think the defense was never the same. Now, granted, you had Hyde out, you had Poyer, we got Shaq Lawson. I'm fine with him. Greg Rousseau on the other side. I think we'll be good enough for now. The only game I'm really worried about in the first four, I'll give them the respect. The only game I'm worried about is the Jets game on Monday. I'm not worried about the Commanders. I'm not worried about uh, who else they play. Raiders. The Raiders. I'm not worried about them at all. No. <laughs> and week four is um, who's week four? I don't know. I know week five is Jacksonville. I'm not worried about Jacksonville. I'm good with Vaughn coming back week five in London, making his debut. Yeah. You yet to see it? All right. Question three. All right. I'm only going to do one question because I got to go. Um, I had one too. Dang. Um. Oh, that's right. Um, do you or gonna keep it football? Do you appreciate or not appreciate, but do you think you're fine with not having Tremaine Edmonds at linebacker anymore, or would you have liked to see him back? Or like would you like to not have him go? I would have liked to keep him. I'm not am I pissed that he left? No. But I would have liked to keep him. Um I think he did I think he he got a lot of credit or sorry, he got a lot of uh a lot of grief. He got a lot of grief. He got a lot of criticism. Some that he deserved. Most, I'd say that he didn't. But I was a little disappointed seeing him go. I thought they'd. I think once they signed Vaughn, though, I think that that sealed his deal on out of here. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just he he was such an on and off player. I contribute him to like Knox. Like he's 
Like sometimes he was great, but sometimes he just couldn't make a simple tackle to save his life. Very true. Last question before you leave, and we'll end up on this one. Do you see kind of going off that middle linebacker? Do you see um, Christian Kirksey eventually taking over as our starting middle linebacker? I guess I liked AJ Klein to be honest with you, and I'm pissed that they got rid of him. AJ Klein, yeah, but he was slow. I don't. He was. I just slow. felt more confident seeing. He was. A, he was. I think Kirksey will be a better version of AJ Klein. I mean, the last, if you look at the last two years, this guy has averaged like what 135 tackles the last two years. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a good player. I mean, we're gonna have to see how he plays, but you know, thankfully Matt Milano is still in the midst there, midst there too. So like, hopefully he can bail whoever's in that role out. I think by week five, I think by that Jacksonville game, Kirksey's our starting middle linebacker. All right. Well, if if that's the case, then I'm fine with it. And then I'll say that I'm fine with not having A.J. Klein. But for right now, I'm going to say I miss having A.J. Klein. <laughs> true. True. He was a surprise cut. I'll give you that. I was very surprised when I saw that happen. Hopefully Terrell Dotson or uh, – ter- or not Terrell Dotson. Uh, Terrell Bernard can um, step in and, and give some quality minutes there too. Yeah, we'll see. But, all right, we're going to wrap things up here. This was a quick episode today. We're going to wrap things up. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook, on our YouTube page at Stories from the Sidelines. And as always, tune in next week for another exciting episode of Stories from the Sidelines.